Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app. Hello, Folkers. I'm Copper Kelly. And I'm Jay Lucas, and you're welcome to the Folk Around podcast. Your favourite country music podcast. And Joe, tell the listeners, who did we talk to this week? So this week we were joined by the wonderful Jamie Donnelly. Um, she was an absolute delight to have on, wasn't she? She was, she was. I'm super jealous about the guitar that she got. Her father bought her a guitar. <laughs> cost about as much as a, a car. Uh, so I'm. we talked about that a little bit. And we also talked about her history in music and or I think she said her uncle is in the Whistling Paddies or the Whistling Donkeys, I meant to say. Uh, all this kind of, we should talk a lot about this kind of stuff. And it's a very good interview. Um, I suppose, do you want to say anything before we dive straight in? No, just uh, as I say, it's a good, interesting interview. And, and it's nice to bring, you know, these younger singers on to uh, let people sort of hear a bit more about them and not just their music. Yeah, exactly. It's like, that's the whole point of this podcast, kind of get to know the people behind the, the songs and yeah. uh yeah get to know the people uh but yeah without further ado we'll get to the interview and we'll talk to you after so this week we are joined by the beautiful jamie donnelly jamie you're very welcome and thank you for joining us oh thank you so much for having me it's great to be here how are you oh we're very well thank you very very, very well good. And for anybody um, listening in on the audio or watching us on our YouTube channel um, that may not have met you before, Jamie, why don't you give them a little brief background of who you are? <laughs> um, my name's Jamie Donnelly. I'm 20 years old and I'm from a small town in County Tyrone called Strabane in the north of Ireland. And um, I'm currently a student at Queen's University in Belfast and I'm studying music as well. So... I love and breathe music, <laughs> but I, that's about me at the moment, just struggling on, I suppose, with the time to run. Mm. Mm. And so take us back, Jamie, when did your love of music first start? Um, I've always, like, I think it was I was around just starting um, primary school, like five or something, but I was more like indie pop music and all like I, mm. my first CD I bought was Cascada or something in fact I used to dance to or something wow. I just, that, and I used to dance a lot and like this was before I knew I could sing I was a dancer first mm. um so I went to dance classes and all and then I went to acting and I was always like heavily involved in music within schools and I went to drama school called Much Ado and Castle Derg and I've always I don't know I've always just I was there was a song in one of the high school musical movies. I think it was I Gotta Go My Own Way or something. Yeah. And I was singing that around the house. And my dad was all, Marie, she, she's able to sing, you know, like Marie's mom. And yeah. um, from then, I have just always been singing and keeping at it. And I play the violin and the guitar as well. So mm-hmm. I'm all mm, musical and anyway, I was always involved in the choirs and orchestras and anything to do with music. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. And were you quite a musical family growing up? Not really, you know, like my mum and daddy, like none of them playing music or none of them mm-hmm. having an open their head or anything. <laughs> like, even, well, do you know the Western Donkeys? Yeah. yeah. Fergal would be like on my daddy's side. If I, okay. Like, he would be daddy's cousin. So that's the only musical connection I have. Like my sister mm. was always involved in choirs and stuff, but she would never sing or anything herself. So, so I don't you didn't know. have the growing up of going to like the Irish dances and jiving and things like that? No, not really. Like, as I say, I was more into like pop music and stuff. But um, when I started learning guitar, that's when I like, daddy always played music, but I didn't really get into it till I started doing it myself, kind of like country mm. music. So I was 10 when I started learning guitar. So no, I didn't really go to, I go into the odd concert, but I didn't go to many dances or anything like that. Mm. And, and when did that in... love of country come? Um, as I say, it was when I started playing guitar. The first song mm-hmm. I sang was Country Roads. And I remember we learned it in the key of, uh, G, and it was far too high for me. I was screeching it. <laughs> I could only sing the verse, and I was kept repeating it, repeating it. And I, I was so used that I could play and sing at the same time, and then I had to get the capo and all in. And 
I was able to sing it in the right key. But I just, from then, it was R.G. Caterson, um, the late R.G. Caterson taught me. And um, I just, from then, I just, that's when I got into country music. Yeah. Mm. And you're studying uh, music in Belfast, you said. Um, I am, great, yeah push back from your family thinking, oh, I'm going to go study music now. And were they, were they thinking, oh, maybe you should go study accountancy or something, <laughs> anything like that? <laughs> I think they, they've always known I was going to end up in music. Like they, mm. they were always supportive, to be fair, no matter what I do. But um, there was no real doubt in their minds either. Like it was just always music was what mm. I was going to do. But I, I was going to originally, um, I was going to do musical th- a musical theatre course in London. But um, I wanted to keep my options up a bit because um, mm. I didn't really want to move away. Like Belfast is only about an hour or an hour and a half from where I live, so it's not too far away. Um, but um, I wanted to do the, the course I'm doing as like a general music course so I could go off and teach, for example, if I wanted after. Mm. But yeah. if I was to do the musical theatre kind of course, I couldn't do that. So yeah. that's where I'm at at the minute. But no, they, they've always been supportive anyway, like no matter what I do, but um, they knew it was going to be music. Mm. And I know mm. when we've spoken before, you've said that no matter what type of music you would tend to turn your hand to, people would always feed back that you're a country voice. I know, like even, you know, our, in composition last year, we all had to like make up a song or whatever. And I sang away and like my lecturer didn't know I sang country music and he's like, you have a real like strong country voice. And I was like, oh, I sang country music. That's a good sign. Nothing right, obviously. And is there any other type of music? I know you obviously release, record and release country music, but is there any other type of music that you would like to release a song in someday, even just for your own fun? Um, I definitely love folk music. Yeah. I definitely love folk as well. So maybe something along that, but. Like, I would do anything. I just love yeah. music as a whole. Do you know what I mean? Like, somebody was te- texting the last day to do some sort of techno thing. And I was like, you oh, know yeah. what? I have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. And obviously, um, we, we, we will talk about, obviously, last night you had your album launch. But when did you start thinking, this is it, I'm going to release music? When did that come along? Um, oh, what? This is a tough one. That this is no joke, right? So obviously, I was around. I was ten when I started playing guitar and singing away, and um, I recorded my first um, EP into or two thousand sixteen. So I was sixteen. So um, I was always singing and practicing away and that kind of thing. And like, mm-hmm. I I always dreamed of doing it, but I never thought that I would record and like. Do you know what I mean? Do what I'm doing mm. now. Like I always thought it was just a side you know thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Far a away. hobby. I was like, I'm not thinking about it yet. I yeah. and then my daddy was just like, "Do you want to record?" And I was like, "Okay, I do." And he rang up the studio, and I was like, "We're going on next week." And I was like, "What?" Right. How old were you at this point? I was f- fifteen or sixteen. I because I went. I, my birthday's in July and we started, my fr- uh, recorded the first track in uh, November of 2016. Wow. So I must have been 15 or 16, I know. Uh, mm. How did you take to the studio environment? Did you have a, a good producer to kind of talk you through it and help you through the, the I did. I went, I went to the Devaney in the Blue Room recording studio in County Sligo and I, I was... The first song I sang was uh, Together You and I by Dolly Parton. And I just loved it. I, I love recording. Such a tune people, anyway. <laughs> people would always say like, oh, they hate the studio part of like the, the recording part. And I mm. love it. That's probably yeah. my highlight of the like producing the album, even picking the songs and designing the cover. Like I love recording. I love being in the studio. Like, so. Mm. Yeah. And obviously, as we touched on there, you've just released your second album, isn't it? And mm-hmm. uh, this obviously won't come out a little bit later, but on the day of recording, it's the morning after, I guess, of the night before. <laughs> um, so talk us through what happened last night. Oh, uh, you know what? It was just great. To, it was great to see people, but um, oh my God, you get 
singing behind that band was just unreal. Um, David James, Patricia McGuire and Jason McGilligan joined me and the matrimony band did the backing. And uh, it was just brilliant. Like everything ran smoothly, thank God. Um, and there was, I think there was 180 people that got tickets, I think. So for my first proper concert or event, like it was just amazing seeing many people supporting me. And I was looking the day, I haven't even, there was that many messages, I haven't been able to get back to them yet, but there was like over a thousand comments and that. Wow. <laughs> the I was like, oh, I'll be here all day. <laughs> but it's here. I'm so grateful that people took the time to comment, like, and they did seem to enjoy it. So that's definitely a plus because I had a ball. Like, it was great. Mm. Obviously, it's disappointing that you couldn't do that in person, but I guess it opens up to people being further away that wouldn't necessarily be able to travel to wherever, you know, taking the pros right. with it, I guess. Absolutely. Like, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't even know because I'm such like I'm only really getting like started like as being a proper artist and stuff I was like when I was making the album I was always like worried like I was like I'm gonna have to do a launch and I'm like oh I don't know if many will come and all this here but like there were so many people last night tuning in from all over the world like so that obviously would never happen if it was like a standard concert so no. you know what I mean it does have its pros as well or there's positive things with it as well. Yeah. You have a much uh, wider reach to a much bigger audience. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Mm. What were some and of like, the countries I, that people were coming from, watching from? Do, do you know off the top of your head? Um, well, there was a lot. There was a lot in England, and I think there was somebody from Nashville and and Scotland. Oh, some uh, talent scout, uh, I'm sure. All right, <laughs> 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 oh, I know, mad. And have you had much experience of actually being out on the road with the band? Um, I've done a lot of like when I was younger I did a lot of like charity gigs so I've sat or I've been backed by a good few bands like I've uh, worked with the Ryan Turner band before Celtic Storm oh I can't even think offhand but I do I've had like good experience and like even mm. when I was in school like um, a few of my friends got together and I, we did a gig as well and they backed me and I've all I've like had loads of experience working with musicians but um, no, last night was just amazing. Like that's it's such a good band. There was Stevie Hamilton on steel and uh, James Mullen on bass, and then Declan O'Hare played guitar, and Barry Kerwin played the drums. And he had a heart attack. I, I know, know I saw that on your post. I was like, Barry, wow. I know. I was going up the road last night and uh, I seen Barry Kerwin tagged you in the story, and I said, Oh my God, he support me. And then I seen can't wait to get behind the cat <laughs> but um I, he, he played and then uh Brian Kerrigan played on the keyboard but um no the, the sound was amazing like my head's buzzing today though I'm not used to it <laughs> yeah okay. is, it, is it something you think you'd like to do is get your own band together to get out on the road eventually absolutely I like the, even like the adrenaline I couldn't even get to sleep last night I was just not much of a high but yeah. like that's what I say in the day too like I've well, I think I announced that I was um, doing the launch like the start of March, and then the, there's only the one concert, and then it's all over. Like, do it. Like, I I had done a lot of like musicals and stuff, and you have like your four, your five nights of the show. You have your opening night, and then you're finishing. Like, it was mm. just all last night. No, I haven't booked mm. a flavor today, but um, <laughs> it was brilliant. Like, I, I loved every moment of it. It's hard to come down off a, a live that buzz from playing live. I know, I, I know. So I, <laughs> I know, it's why, like, well, that was the first time, like, as I say, like, I've been back by bands, but it was just doing, like, spots. Like, I would have been uh, yeah. singing, like, three or four songs, but last night I sang <laughs> 15 songs, I think, so that was, like, my first proper go with a band. And I suppose you can talk today after that. <laughs> I know, I know. My throat's a bit sore, but struggling off yeah. <laughs> oh bless I ask you. you about your um your guitar i noticed that you're playing an emerald guitar mm. and uh, you know I, I, i'm a guitar head myself i have about <laughs> 10 11 guitars or something that you see probably see a few in the background there um <laughs> but I, I know those guitars they you could buy a good used car for less than you'd pay for one of those guitars so how did you come to owning it or how did you end up picking an emerald well i my I used to play a wee black Yamaha. Oh, yeah. I don't know about this, but um the input on it like 
I don't know what was fused or whatever you describe it, but mark anyway. So okay. um, I knew I had to get a new guitar and uh, my dad, I was like, oh, what one do you want? And I was all, oh, I want a dark brown one. Like, not even thinking about a brand. I was like, oh, I think I might go like a dark brown for a change. Yeah. And I Such a girly answer, girl. isn't it? Like, I just want a pretty one. <laughs> <Just> a <girl. laughs> That's right. And, uh, um, I came home from school and I was sitting there and I like I didn't even like, understand the value of it like even until now like oh my god like it's literally my pride and joy I'll yeah. have it forever like beautiful guitar it, it holds a great sound too like because it's not wooden it's carbon fiber yeah so it doesn't go it doesn't lose its tune mm, like I could mm. pick it up and it was the tune and would be perfect on it like so yeah love it. And would you bring that? Would you bring that out uh, gigging now? Because I'd be terrified to bring that guitar out and gigging just in case something happened to it or someone knocked against it or someone robbed it or whatever. What would you? I uh, give people ideas. <laughs> no, it was just things can happen. Like, even a true, guitar it's like that. Thing, but I no, I, I bring it everywhere with me. Every do, yeah. and I, even like pub gigs and all. Because like somebody says to me, "Why are you, you bringing that good guitar?" At me? <laughs> I was like, "Oh, sure, that's what it's for. It's to be played." Yeah, like yeah. so. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And obviously, you play the violin as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know I asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again because it's a question that comes in all the time. Obviously, with country music, people play the fiddle. What's the difference between a violin and a fiddle? <laughs> well, there, I mean, well, this is me now saying, but there's no there's no physical difference in the actual instrument, but there's obviously mm. different styles of playing or like the way you hold it. Or um, a fiddle would be more like traditional music and um, that kind of end, and then the violin people would say for classical. Like I done all my grades and all um in school for the violin so that's why i called the violin i don't do much traditional music but i definitely mm-hmm. love to get in like it would be great do you know what i mean it's an extra something to have for a gig so yeah. and it definitely. goes down well as well because i know after we we're interviewing you we were actually interviewing um richie remo and it's his mm-hmm. like safety blanket when he's on stage that he just has that fiddle and goes a bit wild with it so uh I- but Love to see you like, dancing around with one. <laughs> I know, like I, I've seen R- Richie play a few times, and like even like, oh, it's so inspiring, you know. And I'm like, why am I not like practicing and all? But um, it's great to even watch. Do you know what I mean? He's great, but like he can fairly play it. But I need a bit of practicing. To- <laughs> I believe <laughs> that um, I've seen somewhere that Cleona Hagen's actually learning the fiddle at the moment to be able to do that on her next tour. So. We'll be watching out for that as well. <laughs> Very good. I know, well, I love the violin. Like, it's, well, probably one of my favourite instruments. Like, a lot of my tracks are, like, heavily based on the violin. There's a lot of violin on them. So I just love the sound of it as well. Mm-hmm. And we have had a few questions in for you as well. So uh, we're going to fly through a few of those, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the questions we've had is, what is your favourite track off the new album? Oh, um, to be fair, I love all of them. Like the the album's called "The Country and Me," so like each song's quite personal. Like there's a reason behind why I picked each song. Um, so it's tough. Like it nearly changes every day. Do you know what I mean? But um, I would say probably Soapbox. Um, it was my first ever number one, so it'll always be special to me. But yeah. it's such a different kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? It's an Australian country song. Um, so it's really quirky. Like it's. It's not something you'd usually hear around here. Like I was in two minds about recording it because I didn't know how it would go down. But thank God it's got a, a brilliant response. Like so, mm. definitely. There's so many not. different areas to country, isn't there? It's it's knowing where to place yourself. Mm. I know. Like even in um, in uni last week, we had an assignment to do, and it was like um, pick pick like a role model or something um, that you want to focus on and write about them. But I picked like or woman in country music. And like just reading all about them and all the different kind of styles and all so interesting. Mm. Mm, definitely. Mm. And how has uni been through the lockdown? Have you had to do some remote learning and things? Um, it, it's been it's been tough enough, you know, like the online lectures aren't the same really, like mm. and then it's why it's hard enough to ask questions and stuff like that, but um I'm doing all right so far. Yeah. Well, you can sing a tune, so you've got that to fall back on. (laughs) I know, exactly. I know. Um, So another question we've had um, come through was, are you planning on touring um, when you're allowed, I guess? (laughs) Um, 
I'd love to. Like, I would love to. I don't know if it'll happen, though, because I am at United, you know, at, at the minute. Yeah. But hopefully, like, I have so much more planned. Like, I'm even, like, I'm thinking about songs for my next album already, like, mm-hmm. and I'm chatting to Brian about it and stuff. So um, that's all ahead of me. And, like, I'm only 20, so I don't know for this particular album. I'm just going to try and see how it goes. But definitely in the future, Turn would be something I'd love to do. So... Never know. <laughs> Never know. Fingers crossed. And we've also had a, f- we've also had a few <laughs> questions asking if you do any songwriting yourself or if it's something you'd be interested in taking your hand I to, I guess. <laughs> I, I do, but um, I would I do a lot of co-writing. Um, mm-hmm. I have a great p- partnership with a man called Jeff Snee and he lives over in Southport. Mm-hmm. And um, we literally, I've only met Jeff once in person. I met him last uh last January before the pandemic hit but um, we've wrote a good few songs I've released two of them now but he would uh, do the like the lyrical side and then I would do the music side so like like we both have our weaknesses and so we're like our opposites to each other which Mm. works much made in heaven when it comes to songwriting Mm. but um, it's quite interesting actually because a lot of singers that I know and I've worked with myself they would do the lyrical side of things and then they're like, oh, I don't know what to do with the music part. I mean, Copper, you're a songwriter yourself. Yeah. Do you I'm kind actually, of do I'm both like sides? I, I do a few lyrics, but lyrics don't come to me all that easily. The music, I can write music all day, all day, every day. No problem. Uh-huh. It's just the lyrics. Right. Kinda, uh, just I know, but you know what it is to lyrics too? Like certain songs, you have to allow yourself to be like vulnerable. Yeah. And I like, I can't do that. <laughs> I really like struggle like do you know what I mean because like like there's a girl from my town and she you should lock her up she's not a country singer now she's more just like a easy listening kind of but she's called Clara McHugh and I mean her songs are phenomenal like her like you can relate to every song even if you haven't experienced what she's talking about like it's been so personal and I'm like that that's such a gift to have do you know what I mean to be able to write something like that and it is something I'm working on like one of my uh, modules in uni at the minute is songwriting so Mm -hmm. it is like each week we have well we have to write a song every two weeks so that's pushing me that way to get Mm. like my lyrics out but it's it's hard like it it really is like even like it's hard to take on somebody else's lyrics though because that's somebody else's experience and life and you have to kind of translate that to the public I guess not I don't think I so. Like not for me anyway. No. Um like that if you wanna leave me song, it was like about like um like say a girl in a relationship and like seeing um like her boyfriend um being like really distant and mm. she's kinda has suspicions of like what is what he's doing, but she's like, yeah. If you wanna leave me, just say like I'm not gonna wait for you kind of thing. Mm. So um I don't know, just reading them. I literally sang it to the words whilst I was reading it. Like I came up with that song within five minutes. Like I put the music to it within five minutes. I know it's weird because then like uh like Jeff sent me other songs and I still haven't got a mail to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like Do some I things just click? I like you get a connection with it, do you know what I mean? Then you roll mm. off that like even that you make me so happy song, like some of the lyrics were different than what has been released. So like mm. I was able to like do like syllables wise and stuff like I was mm. able to change certain words and then or if I had a melody he would be like oh maybe change it to this and mm. that kind of thing so I don't know mm. I love songwriting like it's so it's great to be so creative and involved in it like there's mm. no no feeling like it when you're in the studio and you're doing your own music do you know what I mean mm. like yeah. it's great to do covers but your own stuff is differently yeah. I can relate to that as well I wrote a song called Get Gone recently and it's like it's about someone cheating on me and I'm so sad. I want them to go and all this, but I haven't, it's not like a real true to life story or something. It's just like I put my head, uh, put my mind in the head of a, a character and then I kind of tell yeah. the story. So I think that's, that's really fun way to do, to write lyrics like that. It's not necessarily a true to life story, but it's, people can relate to it at the same time. So it's kind of, mm, exactly, it's a fun way of doing yeah. it. If you, if you, if you don't want to mm. write about your own, you know, uh, happenings in life and stuff, you just kind of put your head into a, put your mind into a character and, and go that way. <laughs> I, I, that's a really good tip because like as I say I struggle being vulnerable so like if it was if I was trying to be somebody else like 
mm. not tech maybe into vulnerable end. So that's definitely I'll take out the consideration. Thank you. <laughs> I guess it's hard as well though, because you are only 20 and you've only experienced so much in your life. Mm. You um, then want to be able to relate to people who are like as old as me in copper. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I it's it, it's hard. Like I like I have tried, like and I have wrote, wrote my own songs, but I definitely wouldn't no way would I release them. Like no. I'm happy with the co-writing as for now, but it's definitely like it's something I'm working on. So hopefully down the line, mm. like the next album, maybe I'll have a few of my own, just yeah. independent. But keep at it. And obviously you've mentioned there that you uh, you do co-writing, but what about duets wise? Who would be your dream duet? Oh, I don't know. Um, well, female wise, I love Shania Twain. Like I just mm. love how sassy she is. And I, even choice. like that song I brought out. Huh? It's very popular choice on this song or on this podcast yeah. along with Dolly Parton. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know. <laughs> Um, the song like do the what you I brought out what you get is what you see and that's like proper like sassy like woman empowering and I'm like that's Shania Twain all over so today's yeah. song of her would be mad but then see I love Lady Antebellum's song there's a song that I would love to do a jetway it's called The Love I Found In You do you know yeah. it? yeah I, I do I love that song and I'd love to do a jet with somebody on that so Copper, you never know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say who Irish because you've gone very American. Is there anyone Irish apart from Copper that you'd like to do a duet with? Um, um, I don't know. Um, like Lisa McKee mm. is obviously She's not Irish. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> this is hard. Let me like, Irish. Let me be pushing for the Irish ones. Um, a lot of the Irish singers watch Dan this, Tell so you Pan. can insult people now. <laughs> Dan Tell Pan's amazing. Yeah. And oh, there's so many good people. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to pick. Mm. But I, again, I feel like Chantelle's like so sassy too. You're like, yeah. She's, she's, she's a big fan of yours, actually, because we did um, on the live that we did, you were on earlier in the day, and I had her on at the end, and she'd mentioned she'd seen your set and she thought you were amazing. Stop. <laughs> oh, I'm all blushing now. No, she's amazing. Like, her voice yeah. is so, so powerful. Like, yeah, definitely. Amazing. And it takes every knock with a smile and just keeps going. And I think that that's a lesson for everyone. Uh, I know. It's so inspiring to see because, like, to see somebody, like, as good as her to get a knock, do you know what mm. I mean? It's kind of like, what the hell? But the way she's able to pick herself up and just get back at it, like, yeah. do you mean that's what you it's not an easy ride this music crack no <laughs> i know my friend actually um i have a friend that was on the last series of the voice darcy walders um darcy um i went to school with darcy for all of like secondary school and we're still great friends she does the same course as me and you and i so like i've seen it twice in the last mm. few years um <laughs> people getting on that i know like so as uh, she got knocked out the knockouts they didn't do knockouts this year but she that's when she got put out too and she took a quite bad too but it's just all about picking yourself back up again i suppose mm. and just seeing what happens next yeah i remember watching an interview with beyonce once and they said how does she deal with any knockbacks and she says she allows herself 24 hours just one day where she cries, lies in bed, eats junk food, really processes all the emotions and then gets up the day after that. And she's like, that's it. Let's just prove everybody wrong. But she allows herself that one day to feel everything, which I think is a really good tip as well. I definitely, because you do need to let yourself breathe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. Okay, it's good to be happy, but it's good to be sad too. So mm -hmm. Definitely. So uh, this is the point in the podcast where we go over to Copper's Corner. Yes. And he's up in the corner as well. And he's on my screen anyway, he's up in the corner. Um, so Copper, Copper, I'll pass over to you. <laughs> so this is where I kind of throw some random questions. I don't know if you've watched any of the podcasts before, but I asked things like, uh, say the first question, what was the first uh, CD or song that you ever bought or downloaded, I suppose, for your generation? Um, it was uh, Cascada, Evacuate the Dance Floor. Oh, yeah. Bought it in the <laughs> I love that, but then it makes me feel really old because I remember going clubbing and that being like really popular. 
But I wish, I wish I was like old enough to like love through that though. I think oh, music is far better than now. Oh yeah, oh, it and was amazing. Was it, um, I saw her once, and it was so amazing. And like, she had these furry boots on, and everything. I was like, I need some furry boots and hot <laughs> pants. It was all the rage at the time. Yeah, class. No. Uh, was it a CD, or did you oh. download it, or what way did you get it? Uh, it was a CD. CD yeah, yeah. I, I bought, I bought it in B and M Bergens. Oh yeah, <laughs> good stuff. And if we were to have a, a dinner party, and you were to invite three people, alive or dead from any point in time, uh, who would you invite and why? You know what? I think about this all the time. This is tough. Like, Dolly Parton would just be... She's on everybody. Everybody has said... <laughs> I don't think we've had one she, guest have we that hasn't said Dolly yeah. Parton. We just need she's to book her. She's such an iconic <laughs> person. Like, she's literally done everything. Mm. Like, she's just so iconic like you could not ask her do you know what I mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) um you know what I probably would ask Simon Coyle just to suss him out to see what he's like oh you know what he's like Joel (laughs) (laughs) I know but maybe he's like softy underneath you don't know no he's not I used I I did um a talent show back in 2001 here's a story it was his first ever um tv show like proper tv show where he was a judge Hmm. And uh, yeah, he's exactly the same. <laughs> really? I can tell you some stories off camera, but let's not put them on camera. Oh, okay. God, right? Too, too juicy. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, who yeah. else? Yeah, who's moving heard? swiftly on? <laughs> <laughs> who else? Um... Oh, Jesus is one heart. God, you tell me who you should pick for some inspiration because I've gone blank here. Oh, jeez. Here all day. What do you think, Joe? Mine would be Elvis, my first one, straight away. Mm-hmm. Elvis. Mm. Or Daniel O'Donnell. Who <laughs> 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 for oh. me, it'd be like Johnny Cash or Elon Musk or like Nicholas Elon Tesla. Musk? That's a yeah. curveball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of keep my eye on kind of big tech and stuff like that and see how things are going. And he's a very intelligent guy and he's juggling lots of uh, lots of balls. Very rich just, man. I think he'd pay for yeah. dinner, to be fair. <laughs> he kind of is up between the first and second richest man and kind of goes back between him and Jeff Bezos. So it's kind of back and mm. forward. So he's incredibly interesting guy to talk to, I'd say. And of course, then Johnny Cash. And, and then I suppose like, yeah, maybe like Nikola Tesla or something like that. <laughs> so, you know, he's genius. Notice he didn't invite me, Jamie. <laughs> We went on it. (laughs) There we go. Nobody ever invites me. I think it's because I just invite myself to things. I just (laughs) turn up knocking at the door. (laughs) (laughs) That is my hard question. Well, that's something you'd really need to think about. Shall we let you Mm. think about the third one? We come back to it. So I have this next question. Mm. If we're going out having a night karaoke, uh, having a few old points and having a good old time, and you're handed the mic, and here, Jamie, sing us a song. What's your first song that it's in karaoke Adele Rolling in the Deep oh okay oh nice go big mm. or go home <laughs> I have four and I, I mean I went to Loverville last year my sister loves Loverville and we went to the Luffy and mm. I sang Rolling in the Deep no I don't what know what the best song everybody was all because I made the boy was packing up and all my sister's all no my sister sings please let her sing and he's like everybody says that yeah. she's a lovely she's a singer and then I walk about down well but I it was a bit ropey do you know what I mean it was and at least you can add to your bio that you sung at the Liffey as well mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's always strange in those situations where um someone asks, oh my friend here sings, get up and go up and sing, get up and sing. And they're like, oh no, no, I'm not prepared. <laughs> I, I hate that. I hate not being prepared. Like, even like gigs, like, um, there's a boy like from where I live and he'll be like, oh, I have a gig in half an hour. Will you do it? And I'm like, absolutely not. No way. I hate that. I like, I like to be prepared. Yeah. Do you ever have the opposite on? where people <laughs> say, oh, I can sing. Can I come up and sing a song with you or something? And like, they're just terrible when they come up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, why did I let uh, them up? 
I have I have to have a few people, but you know what? I let them batter on. I sit back and enjoy. <laughs> Sometimes that's what's best. Yeah. That'll be me when I come to one of your gigs. I'll have had a few drinks. I'll be like, Jamie, let me do a song. <laughs> oh, oh, why not? Like I, I mind even it was worse. My daddy, right? So when I was like younger, I mind we went away down south for like our holidays or whatever, and I can't mind. We're, I think we were in Clarney. And my daddy saw, I'm going to ask, can you sing? I was like, please do not do that. And he said, I'm going to ask. And I was like, don't. <laughs> like everywhere I went, he wanted me to be up and singing. And then um, he had the guitar in the bit and all. And he asked and then away I sang and all. But to be fair, they were all, they all look at you differently. Then they're like, oh my God, hello, Jimmy. And all. I was getting first name business at breakfast. I was hi. <laughs> so I. Uh, That's good. And um, what was the last gig that you went to? when you could go to gigs? What was the last gig that you bought a ticket to and went to? Oh God, what was that? Uh, What is a gig? I don't remember them. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Like I, I hadn't went to a lot of gigs because like I was like out every weekend myself. Mm. Like again, so. Yeah. I I can't, I actually cannot think, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was been yeah. What's been the favourite gig you've ever been to? Um, you know what? I went to, this is probably the last one. I, I seen Nathan Carter at Clum Alley, mm. somewhere 2019. Yeah. I think that was the last one and he was just phenomenal. He literally sounds like the way he is on his recordings. Like he's like, I think like, he's better singing live than he even is recorded. Phenomenal. Like I couldn't get over him. And I like he's pitch perfect the whole time. It's, mm. it's, and dancing around with his broom and still singing. And it's like, how do you do that? Oh, he's real And what kind of passions do you have outside of music? Because I know music can take up a lot of time. But do you have any other hobbies apart from music? Um, well, I used to play Gaelic football, but then um, I don't have great eyesight. I'm kind of half blind, so oh. I don't play anymore. Um, but I have started like over a lockdown. Um, I've started going to PT again. Um, so I really am enjoying like that, like getting back into fitness and stuff. Um, apart from that, uh, just music and then just yeah. hanging around with my friends beforehand or chatting with them, you know. <laughs> Or at the moment, just staying in your house. Hello. <laughs> They're on Zoom call. Yeah. And um, what are your desert island discs? So if you're marooned on a desert island, you only had three CDs to listen to f- until you were rescued. God knows how long it'd be. And you wouldn't get sick of them. What would the three CDs would be? Um, two, two off my head anyway would definitely be um, Rumours by Fleetwood Mac. Oh, and, very good choice. Um, it would be, um, I can't mind what you call it, but it's Ben Platt's album. It's, oh, Nothing I can't mind the name of that. But um, his, his songs are phenomenal. Like, he's another amazing songwriter. And like mm. and all his tracks, you can hear him harmonise them up himself and all. And, oh, yeah. it's brilliant. What's the name? And ben Platt's, you said, was it? Ben Platt, yeah. Okay. He's making that. notes now to go and listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you'll not regret it. He is phenomenal. Um, he's proper groovy, like, um, what else? Um, I'd probably something of Dolly's or yeah. Shania or something like and that. The greatest hits. <laughs> <laughs> That'll leave the job nicely. Yeah. This leads me to my last question. Uh, do you have any ghost stories for us? Ghost? Yeah. No. No, no. I went, I went to a ghost tour one time, but oh my God, I'm useless. I can't even watch, do you know, like horrors or like yeah. any of them. I am useless. Like I, will up in your face. I, 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 oh my God, I'm scared of my own shadow. No joke. I would literally run a mile. So no, not yet. Hopefully not. Not ever. yet. <laughs> do you believe in the ghosts? I do, you know. Yeah. Like I would wa- like I was watching a, a video um one day um Holly Boone was like oh my my old house was haunted and she was saying all these things that were happening and that was just freaking me out I can't do it but hope, hope to God I don't encounter anything in my lifetime because mm. I genuinely will die on the spot 
You should go back and listen to our episode with Gary Gamble because we yeah. had a whole nother episode of just his ghost <laughs> stories. He used to live in a haunted no house. Mm. And oh it was like, we didn't even cover the half of it of what no. we really, I, I mean, said that we need, we're going to do another episode for Halloween yeah. of just his stories. He spoke but for half an hour about the house. And it was, he didn't even cover it all. <laughs> it was just scratching the surface. So yeah. it's uh, Great. fantastic. If anyone, oh, if you, anyone listening that hasn't heard that, go back to the Gary Gamble episode yeah. and have a listen to it. It's just uh, a story, something uh, else. <laughs> but you're many years ahead of you still. You, you plenty of ghosts to see. You never know. <laughs> What's that behind you? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I swear to you, you know, I'm scared of him. I don't know. Oh, bless you. So um, obviously people sort of watching, where can they find you on social media? Um, I'm Jamie Donnelly Music on Facebook and YouTube and I'm Jamie underscore Donnelly on Instagram. I recently Have you got to TikTok yet? No, I haven't gotten to TikTok. I don't even oh, really watch it. You know what? I just... It's addictive. <laughs> I, my sister yeah. would watch Reddit, but I, I get tagged in the odd thing and I would watch them, but I, I don't actually go on the app. Like, but... mm, do it because it's actually like a massively powerful way for musicians to get out there because mm. mm. Facebook and Instagram kind of they kind of hide you away unless you're paying for ads and stuff but TikTok's yes, not, not like that so it's definitely what to think I, about I must I know that the, the, the album's live I have mm. more time on my hands and the launch out of the way so I must mm. yeah mm. it's definitely as you say it's been working well for musicians you've started earning money off it haven't you Copper <laughs> oh well I think one not of my wild songs <laughs> no no not really I, put, I did a cover of Tennessee Whiskey uh, two mm. years ago and for some reason it got picked up on like 50,000 no sorry got picked up on like 300 different TikTok videos and just played a few hundred thousand so I've made like four dollars from it which is not a lot but it's something still four dollars <laughs> so, yeah. I have one of my tracks too Jealous of the Angels I did it like a, I think there's over a hundred people use the sound yeah. on their videos there's a hundred videos or something I seen the last day Mm. But I, it's mad, like, the way people can just find you, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And obviously you've got the new album out, so where can people get the new album, Jamie? Um, at the moment, it's just on my website, jamiedonlymusic.com. Um, hopefully I'll try to get it on the bigger shops, you know, but mm. at the moment it's just jamiedonlymusic.com. Is it available yeah. to download? Yes, it should be available on iTunes and Spotify and all of them digital platforms. And it's called it's Country and Me, is that right? The Country and Me, I have it right here. <laughs> Show oh. it off. Ready to go now, here then. she is. There's the <laughs> thumbnail right there. That's what we'll use. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, brilliant. Well, that wraps up our episode with the lovely Jamie Donnelly. Jamie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been great. Thanks. Uh, and we wish you the best of luck with your album and uh, can't wait to get a listen. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to you again in the future, hopefully. Hopefully. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jamie. Thank you. Bye. So that was our interview with Jamie Donnelly. Uh, that was good crack. Did you enjoy that as much as I did, Joe? Oh, I did definitely. Um, she's just, for somebody so young and, you know, she's so passionate and she's got so many great stories and, you know, I'm pretty sure we could have her on again in six months and she'd yeah. have a whole load of new stories. She just seems to just keep going and going. So exactly, uh, exactly. it'll be really exciting to see what she comes out with next. And it was funny when I listened back to the episode when I was editing it, I, I realised that she said... Um, or her first CD that she ever bought. She said it at the start of the episode. And then for my Copper's Corner, I went and asked her again, what was the first CD you ever <laughs> And none of us copped it either. <laughs> You're so focused on that Copper's so Corner, aren't you? So focused on it, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was great, great interview. Uh, but for now, we'll talk about our singles of the week, I suppose. What, what, do we have an official name for this? I can never remember what we call it. Track this. of the week. Track of the week, there we go. Track it's of simple. the week, so yeah. <laughs> so last week, I suggested uh, the Dead South with In Hell I'll Be In Good Company. Um, do you to listen to, and Joe to listen to. Uh, so what did you think of it, Joe? Well, I mean, it wasn't the most, you know, pleasant of titles, was it, straight away? I thought, <laughs> oh God, what am I, you know, I'm sure you all know that he's a bit of a rocker and things. And I thought, oh gosh, what, what are we getting into? But um, I mean, it was dark. It was that sort of moody sort of feeling of, yeah. again, it wasn't quite 
it, it wasn't a specific country song, was it? But like, I enjoyed it. I think I was in a bit of a bad mood when I, when I listened to it, which was always quite good. Um, but it was different. It, it probably won't stay on my. No, it probably won't no. stay on my uh, list. But ah. uh, no, I mean, it, that's the whole thing with this, isn't it? We're going to hear things that's our cup of tea, things that aren't. But it's really good to just see those different genres of country. Yeah, yeah. The the, the song itself is kind of real, kind of folky bluegrassy type country there's a lot of like whistling yeah. and clicking fingers and uh-huh. um, how old is it i didn't actually look oh it's only last maybe five six years it's not they're oh, like okay. a current band or still going it, it sounds old and yeah vintage it sounds <laughs> like classic. real 60s sort mm. of yeah that sort of yeah. waylon jennings sort of feel yeah exactly but uh it's great. I think it's a great little song. I've actually started playing it, just a little quick version of it on my live streams, <laughs> just because I love the style of it and the whistling along to it. And and it's ah, it's just a classic little catchy number to me anyway. But yeah, not your cup of tea. That's all good. But um, what was the song that you uh, you suggested that we listen to? So I suggested to you, which possibly isn't your cup of tea either, but the wonderful Jerry Guthrie and the song was Come Home to You. What yes, do you no, think? I liked it. I liked it very much. Did you? Um, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you say Jerry, Jerry listens here to this show? He does. So he does. I definitely say I like it, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good, Jerry. No, it's, um, uh, no, like without him listening or knowing whatever we're saying, uh, it's actually a very good song. It kind of mm. r- reminds me of The Dance by Garth Brooks. Not yeah. to say that it's a, a rip-off or anything like that. It's just the vibe of it. It's just the kind of sad, longing uh, feel to the song. And then it's really passionate in the choruses. Mm. As a nice, very nice sound. This produ- production is very nice. Well well done. And uh, yeah, I listen to you it. You love that times. production, don't you? <laughs> that's, that's all I'm about, Joel. You know yourself. I, I have to have a good production. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I definitely I left, stick that on the playlist. Speaking of which... I'm going to start a, a playlist for all these hot tracks and I'm going to Good call idea. it something or other. Um, yeah, we'll keep you posted on that. We'll figure that part out and we'll put it on our social <laughs> You can't medias. think at the click of a finger, can you? <laughs> <laughs> it's all on the fly. But um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll make a, po- a playlist. We'll put all these hot tracks on it so people can, you know, listen to it on Spotify. Um, but yeah, we'll look to our sources for that. We'll, we'll put that up there. Um, but yeah, I definitely, definitely enjoyed that, Gary, Jerry. Gary, Jerry Guthrie song, and um, sorry, Gigi. <laughs> Gigi, um, but yeah, he's. Uh, I know he's a. Uh, he, he plays a mean guitar as well. I seen him, mm-hmm. seen him uh, rocking out. I suppose you could say. Uh, but yeah, very cool, and I definitely want to hear more from him. I'd like to go see him live eventually when things yeah. open up. You know yourself, but um, definitely. For, you and me both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but for this week, uh, what are what did you suggest that we listen to? So for this week is um, a new song. It's literally only come out this week, actually. And it's by Chris Young and Kane Brown. And it's called Famous Friends. Ah, it only came out this week. It did. Well, I, I think it was an album track before that, but the actual proper single and music video came out hmm. this week. Ah, okay. Nice new one. <clears throat> ah, very good. Very good. Uh, Chris Brown. What's his name? Not Chris Brown. Chris Young and Kane Brown. <laughs> We're not listening to Chris Brown. Um <laughs> Chris Young and Kane Brown, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. That's cool. I, I don't think I've heard much of either of them, so I'll definitely give that, oh, okay. a, give that a shot. You and, might like um, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I suggest this week, it's a band from Texas. It's okay. called, I'll just get the name up in front of me because it's a mouthful. I don't want to get it wrong. Uh, it's Devin Cable and the Rangers. And the okay. song is Odessa Skies. And it is, I won't say anymore. It's actually, uh, I like it. That's why I suggested. But I'll let you <laughs> make a mind up about it anyway. <laughs> and we'll come back and get your thoughts on that next week anyway. Uh, so that's Odessa Sky by Devin Cable and the Rangers. Um, but I suppose this kind of wraps up our episode this week, Joe. Um, oh, we'll do the whole social media bit. So where mm-hmm. can people find us <laughs> on the socials? <laughs> so we are on um, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok and we are at Folking Around Podcast. We're also on Twitter, which is Folking Around Pod. And you can also email us any sort of suggestions, questions, anything like that do. at Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Oh, I meant to say as well, if you have any ghost stories, send them <laughs> on to us and we'll read them out. Yeah, <laughs> you, definitely. Like my ghost stories. Um, <laughs> And where can people find you, Copper? Yeah, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, all the usual places, Copper Kelly Music and uh, website, copperkelly.com. And you can find all my links there as well. And I'm on Spotify. I have music on Spotify, Apple Music and anywhere you get digital music and so on. And yourself, your own personal stuff, Joe. 
So I am on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Welcome to Jodie Land. And I'm also on Twitter, which I don't really use, which is at Welcome to Jodie. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the same with Twitter. It's kind of a whole mess of a place I don't really want to dip my toes into. So. <laughs> I feel like I, I'm addicted to enough social media. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's so many already. So, um, But yeah, that's... Uh, oh, and do you want to tell us who are we going to talk to on next week's episode? So next week's episode, we have the lovely Ben Troy. So um, I think it's his first interview he's done in over a year. So it was, uh, it was good. He had lots yeah. to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> As always, just want to say thank you for always tuning in. And also a big well done to Coffee Kelly last week. If you listened in, um, I wasn't around for the um, intro and outro. And I thought he did a really good job, maybe a bit too good of a job. I was a ah. bit worried. I thought, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I, I made up for this week. I made a terrible job this week. So <laughs> Having um, me back, you were so used to being by yourself. That's, that's what it, it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's no bother, no bother. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, thanks very much for listening this far. If you're still listening to us, uh, fair play to you. And uh, oh, and if you want to help support the show, uh, you can go over to buymeacoffee.com and uh, you can, you know, buy us a coffee or we're going to start a, a membership thing going on with bonus uh, bonus episodes and mm-hmm. lots of bonus goodies uh, so have a look over there if you want uh, no pressure we listen free if you want us no bother we're going to do this anyway for the crack so <laughs> might as well have a bit of fun um, but yeah that's the end of our episode thanks very much for listening and we'll talk to you next week but for now bye folkers bye at FedEx we're making reusable packaging our priority, because Earth is our priority. Our goal is to be carbon neutral by 2040. We call it Priority Earth. FedEx, where now meets next. Find a moment of calm at Classical WETA 90.9 FM. Available to stream now at classicalweta.org or on the Classical WETA app. The time for defense organizations to harness the power of the cloud is now. Discover how you can leverage cloud solutions to advance your mission at Part 3 of GDIT Emerge 2021. Tune in virtually on June 23rd to explore how cloud enables mission partners to modernize IT platforms and integrate new technologies anytime, anywhere. Hear from top leaders in government and industry to learn how the cloud is evolving the way the DoD defends assets, supports the warfighter, and gains tactical advantages. Register today at GDIT.com emerge. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone.